0: The Carolina Panthers sent a massive contingent of people to C.J. Stroud's Pro Day. Will he be the number one pick? We're discussing that and more on a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Let's roll. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team... Every day, football fans. Today's edition of the Locked On NFL podcast is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com/slash. Locked on to get started today. We got a lot to talk about on today's show. Number one, C.J. Stroud's Pro Day at Ohio State. A ton of folks there from the Carolina Panthers organization. Will they take him number one or should they take someone else? Also, DeAndre Hopkins is on the trading block. We're going to talk about four teams that have been rumored to be interested in his services and which would be the best fit. Also, we get to open up Alex's mystery crate of doom. Alex is going to have a secret topic that he's going to throw at us at the end of the show. Before we get into all of that, thank you guys for making the Locked On NFL podcast your first listen every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, NFL content on all platforms, all year round and always for free. Make sure that you get subscribed and stay subscribed to the Locked On NFL podcast. But with that being said, Alex, we saw nearly double digit. Members of the Carolina Panthers organization, including their general manager, their new head coach, Frank Reich, at Ohio State's Pro Day, obviously with eyes on C.J. Stroud. The Panthers do hold the number one overall pick in the draft after executing that trade up with the Chicago Bears. Uh, Stroud is probably the best pure thrower of the football in the draft, but they're obviously the tantalizing talents. Of Anthony Richardson, and then of course the playmaking savvy of a Bryce Young. You could maybe throw Will Levis into that conversation if if you like to live on the dangerous side of things. Do you think that C.J. Stroud is the pick for the Panthers, or would you look elsewhere?
1: I think he's got the highest floor, and I think that goes a long way with the first overall pick. You know, I mean, My you point. put Bryce Young's brain and football acumen in anthony richardson's body anthony Richards is a smart guy in his own right but you put anthony richardson's measurables with bryce young's intangibles that yes. is a potential hall of fame quarterback <laughs> but Fine. most times you know that's not the case i mean transcendent talent is hard to find in the quarterback position and i think cj stroud has the widest margin for error and i think with mm-hmm. that and it being kind of a down year for quarterbacks, even though C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young came in 1-1A, I mean, some saw C.J. Stroud as a better prospect at Ohio State than Bryce Young when they both came out. So, you know, I, I do think C.J. Stroud is the safe choice. And I think with Frank Reich's quarterback savvy, offense savvy at the NFL level, safe choices plus Frank Reich could equal magic. And I think there's it's a no-brainer that C.J. Stroud should be the option at one.
0: Yeah, and, and, and I actually agree with you 100%. I, I think that Stroud will be the pick. I think he should be the pick because of that reason. He is the safest. He has the highest floor. His ability to throw the ball to all three levels, layer it over top of defenders, see the field, anticipate throws, which is obviously a huge thing that you need at the NFL level, whether it's anticipation or accuracy. I think Stroud is at the top of the draft board. Also, you know... People wanted to see a little bit more playmaking from C.J. Stroud, but he showed it against Georgia, against the best defense in college football for the last mm. few years. So I think it's in there as well. What I will say is, if there is any quarterback that I think needs to be considered besides C.J. Stroud, for me, it's obviously Bryce Young. Look, mm. Will Levis has some intangibles. He, he, he's he got the cannon, uh, but he just makes poor decisions out there. His accuracy can wane. I don't feel comfortable With that at number one, Anthony Richardson has outrageous athletic gifts. I mean, if you're somebody who pays attention to relative athletic score, he scored a 10. I didn't even know that was possible. I thought this was like Madden where nines as high as you could go. So he got a 10. I mean, just elite, all-time historic athleticism, but I'm with you. They're just not as clean as Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud when it comes to to the mechanics of playing football. And for me, the one thing that sticks out with Bryce Young is the playmaking. And in the NFL, we know, and especially Carolina, their offensive line is okay. They got ability to get better, but they're not going to have one of the best offensive lines in the NFL no matter what next year. So you put a guy like Bryce Young who has shown that he can make second reaction plays, he can play off schedule, he can playmake. That is the trait that makes these quarterbacks elite in the NFL today. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, They can move, they can throw, but when things don't work out, they can move around and make something else happen in a Sandlot style while not compromising the team in a bad way. So to me, Bryce Young gives you that. And I think that while CJ Stroud is the safer prospect, if you want somebody who has the opportunity to make elite plays consistently, I think Bryce Young may be the choice there but but I agree with you completely i I, I think it's CJ Stroud I think he's the pick well, uh, but Bryce young would be the guy in the
1: conversation but let me ask you so we do this every time there's an undersized quarterback and you don't call him undersized because he's got the other things did this with right. Kyler Murray you know he did this with like is there ever gonna come a point like I don't know in the Lamar Jackson situation, where teams are like, we're not going to pay him $200 million guaranteed. And you could say it's collusion. I think that's a bunch of Louis Fish because people just don't want to pay what Deshaun Watson got. They just don't want to do it. Now, are we ever going to get to a point with a with an undersized quarterback where it's like, he's not worth a top five pick because it looks great now until he plays. And that's nothing against Bryce Young whatsoever. It's nothing against Kyler Murray. The fact that he took over as quarterback in Alabama when he was, He's not a big guy. Right. He's just not. And he's so smart and you're right, in the pocket, he's a wizard in and yeah. out of the pocket. And he's got that sneaky quickness like Patrick Mahomes does. Like he has a bunch of great qualities from a bunch of different quarterbacks, so he has comps. Mm-hmm. But one hit from you know from an, from a pass rusher, he goes down. Yeah. Like he doesn't have the physical attributes necessary to withstand punishment. He just doesn't. And it's not bad or good. So why is he looked at just like every other, like, I don't understand why we just revert back as if no undersized quarterback's ever been drafted. It's like, well, this one will be different. Like, I, I don't yeah. understand it.
0: Well, I forget what the show is uh, uh, off the top of my head. Uh, but it's the, uh, so has this ever worked out for anybody else? No, no, they trick themselves into thinking it'll work every time. But maybe it'll work for us. Right. I, that's what it that's what it reminds me of there. Uh, but to me, I think another example of that, Zach Wilson, another small guy who's taken injuries and taking a beating. But one thing that I think makes Bryce Young a little different, and Kyler Murray has this a little bit too, is he knows how to get down without taking the maximum power of the hit. But arrested development. Arre- you could have said that. You could have said I it, Alex, and just said I it. I'm I'm not a big TV guy. I don't try to be, but I know my memes. Uh, But either way, I I just think that Bryce Young has the awareness and the IQ to get down. But at the end of the day, yeah, it's a big man's game and one wrong hit. And now he's out for a couple of weeks and you got to live in that fear all the time. Heck, even big quarterbacks who run the ball a lot like that and have that mobility take a beating and get injured as well. But I'm with you and I think we both agree C.J. Stroud should be the number one pick. But there's a lot that can happen between now and then that could change our minds or change the Panthers' minds Mm -hmm. as well. We're going to move forward here and talk about DeAndre Hopkins, somebody Alex knows well and has covered for a few years. There are a couple of teams that are interested in his services. We're going to talk about who they are, who could make that trade for DeAndre Hopkins and where he might fit best. Before we get into it, though, do want to tell you guys that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The tournament is heating up. It's the best part of the NBA season. It makes now the perfect time to download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook. New customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back even if your first bet doesn't win. Listen, I love, I love doing single-game parlays on basketball games couple of guys to score this many points, couple of guys to get this many rebounds, couple of guys to hit this many three-pointers. I think this team's going to win. You put that all together into one bet. You can bet a little to win a lot. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Safe, secure, super easy to use. If you don't want to do a single game parlay, they have the money line. They have the point, scre- point spread. You could do individual point scores, everything. Um, definitely put your money where your mouth is and, and put a little skin in the game. Have a great time watching some of this basketball that's coming our way. Don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA.
1: Locked On NFL Thursday, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals, Tyler Rowland, Locked On Titans. Thanks for making Locked On NFL your first listen each and every day free and available on all platforms. I don't want to do this segment. <laughs> can we just not? It must be done. Tyler? Okay. Uh, that's as much as I can stall on a 30-minute podcast. So, Uh, DeAndre Hopkins seems to be on the move out of the desert. Just for the record, if you want to listen to any of this, I talk about this pretty much every day, Locked on Cardinals Monday through Friday, YouTube free and available wherever you get your podcast as well. Albert Breer had something interesting to say. And the Cardinals wanted premium picks, second round Mm -hmm. pick plus for DeAndre Hopkins in a trade. And can I just say, I'm just going to, I mean, I might take this whole segment. If you compare DeAndre Hopkins to Brandon Cooks, stop it. If you compare DeAndre right. Hopkins to any other player, wide receiver, that could potentially be traded at this point, stop it. DeAndre Hopkins went healthy He's a top 10 receiver in this league. I, I don't think that, like, just because he's never relied on his speed, he's not the fastest. If you ask any of your friends if they'd like DeAndre Hopkins on their team, they'll say yes. Mm -hmm. DeAndre Hopkins is okay. Maybe top 12 in the league. Okay. And there are a couple teams that have emerged as potential suitors for the services of probably a first ballot hall of famer and DeAndre Hopkins Uh, Patriots, Giants, Falcons, Titans, according to Benjamin Albright, uh, friend of the lockdown Cardinals show. I was actually texting with him about this yesterday. Right. Um, Tyler, let me ask you this before jumping into who you think would be the best landing spot for DeAndre Hopkins of those four teams Patriots, Giants, Falcons, and Titans. Listen, 31 teams are interested in DeAndre Hopkins, okay? Right. There's some that have emerged, some that don't want to necessarily pay part with draft capital. What is the bare minimum, if you were the GM of the Arizona Cardinals, that you would accept? in trade for DeAndre Hopkins?
0: Well, I mean, if I'm them, I I want a second-round pick. I mean, I know that Hopkins has missed some games, but at the back half of last year, as you know, he was phenomenal. And it wasn't just with Kyler Murray the entire time. He looked like DeAndre Hopkins of old. He looked like himself. Um, So with that in mind, I mean, I would want a second-round pick to part ways with him. But, of course, like you said, the Albert Breer report that they're not going to be able to get a second-round pick. Well, then, for me, it it becomes a third then. I have to have at least a third, and if I'm getting a third and not a second, I want a couple of picks. If Brandon Cooks got a five and a six and Amari Cooper got a five, I want a three and a four. I mean, I need multiple mid-round draft picks, and I want two of them that are in this year's draft, not next year's, this year's draft. I mean, Julio Jones, before the 2021 season which I think is maybe the best comparable situation because we're talking about all-time, first ballot, wide receivers. Um, I mean, Julio Jones got a second and a sixth. So, I mean, if I'm not getting a second for Hopkins, then I want a third and a fourth. I, I think that's what I would be looking to get. Will they get it? I don't know. But to me, that's that's what I would be thinking of if I'm not going to get a second even though I want it.
1: Yeah, and it's so interesting. And so I appreciate that. Uh, I just think that I'm still in the camp. The Cardinals should extend him. Like, yeah. And the reason why for that is, like, well, DeAndre Hopkins doesn't want to be here. Well, you know what? You don't be the best re-endorsement for the Arizona Cardinals new regime. DeAndre Hopkins electing him to stay. Even if you did have to give him $25 million for 2023, which is going to be a throwaway season anyways. It's like, listen, you get your cheese up front we extend you for four years, you stay with the Arizona Cardinals, you retire in Arizona Cardinal, and you look at 2024 with Kyler Murray, Hollywood Brown, and DeAndre Hopkins, could be a lot worse. And I feel like with these four teams that we mentioned, I want to throw up looking at DeAndre Hopkins getting thrown to by any of these lackluster quarterbacks. Mac Jones, Daniel Jones, uh, Desmond Ritter. Is Derek Henry playing quarterback in, in, in Tennessee? Like, what the <laughs> hell are we doing here? If you're DeAndre Hopkins and you want out, the no trade clause has been waived because he got tested positive for PEDs, so that's voided in his contract. If you're DeAndre Hopkins and you look at those as potential suitors, why wouldn't you want to stay in Arizona? Like, Arizona's the best. You think that any of those quarterbacks are going to get him the targets that he wants to keep him happy? He's going to be on the move after this season. Ain't no way he's extending with any of those teams.
0: Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm with you. Honestly, if I had to pick one of those four teams as a fit for Hopkins, the only one I would even consider is the Giants just because you trust Brian Dable. They went to the sure. playoffs, won a playoff yeah, game last yeah. year, and the need is there. They added Paris Campbell. They still have Wandale Robinson. They brought back Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton. Uh, they draft a wide receiver, and they add DeAndre Hopkins into that. Now it makes sense, and now you could say that Brian Dable finally has his Stephon Diggs, but To be honest with you, the team that makes the most sense to me was a team that's not listed. And maybe this team financially can't make it work and they don't have the capital. No, not the Chiefs. I get the Chiefs. I was going to say the Bills. Yeah, The Bills need a real number 2 wide receiver. Uh, They they need to go all out this year. I think there's some patience wearing thin in Buffalo for their playoff Mm -hmm. exits. I agree with that. I think if they have Stephon Diggs, and then they have Deon Stefan Diggs still has a ton of speed. Hopkins has never been a speed guy. He wins on possession routes and he can be a safety blanket, quite honestly, for Josh Allen. Uh, you that would help Stephon Diggs get more open too. I know they weren't listed as a team, but I can't help but think that the Bills make the most sense for DeAndre
1: That's Hopkins. That's really interesting. And I, you know, and I saw a hypothetical tweet. I, I can't remember exactly where it was, I'll source it. It wasn't me. That had a package of DeAndre Hopkins and Isaiah Simmons. For, I think, a fourth-round pick and Gabe Davis. And it was just interesting. It's like, you know, it's, we can throw these together. There's so many players in the NFL. You could just right. put people together. And that made me think, like... Isaiah Simmons, like, Isaiah Simmons is going to be a project. I think he's going to be great with the Cardinals. But Gabe Davis, like, could you leverage Gabe Davis and the, what, seven good games he's had as a wide yeah. receiver? and And maybe move him to upgrade... The Bills with Maybe he Diggs. could go to the Giants. I mean, they
0: need a, a tall, deep yeah. threat to go with all their yeah. small, speed-wide receivers. And it's Brian Dable again, who's used to him and knows his skill set. Maybe right. you, you flip him there. You know what I mean? And then you it opens up the Hopkins deal for you. Locked on
1: NFL. Clancy surprise. I hate calling myself on my last name. Surprise <laughs> segment. Next segment. Tyler has no idea what's going on. For those that don't know before we pivot, <sighs> Tyler is very diligent with the notes that he takes before podcasts. I live the radio world where I have my three things that I'm going to talk about. I have a couple bullet points and I use my fantastical brain to fill in the rest. Tyler's so much smarter than me. We do things differently. Tyler's one thing is he wants to know what the hell we're going to talk about. He doesn't know (laughs) yet and it's driving him crazy. I'm excited about it. We're going to hit that next here on Locked on NFL Thursday. Locked on NFL Thursday. So we haven't done a surprise segment in a long time. You know it's getting towards the offseason when we start just throwing stuff against the wall. Uh, There's so many incredible storylines coming up surrounding the draft coming up. And there's one that I wanted to ask Tyler because there are a handful, small handful, maybe a thimble's handful worth of wide receivers that may go in the first round. And there's one running back that is going to be the bell of the ball for the first round, whether he drops to the Dallas Cowboys, whether he drops to the Los Angeles Chargers, who may be in, in, in need of services. Tyler, if your team drafting it, say, you know, in, in the middle of the first round, has desperate need for wide receiver and running back, are you drafting Bijan Robinson, or are you drafting one of the stud wide receivers coming out? in the first round.
0: Well, I think I think you're obviously going one of the stud wide receivers. I think we've we've had these conversations as we go. That is the interesting conversation to me like would you rather have running back number 1 like a Bijan Robinson who looks like he could be one of the best running backs in the NFL or would you rather have like wide receiver 5. You know what I mean or wide receiver 3 for example somewhere in there and I mean for me at this point it's wide receiver. Uh, you could just find I did a I did an article uh a couple a couple of months ago or it was right after the Super Bowl the last 14 Super Bowl winners. Their leading rusher in the game made like 5 million dollars or less. Most of them like 1 million, 2 million dollars. Good teams that win the Super Bowl do not pay running backs big money. They don't spend draft capital on running backs early. It's, it's. I mean, look, the last team that did that, the Chiefs, they took CEH in the first round and they didn't even need him. They didn't even need him. That was a wasted pick by them. You always need more wide receivers. That's just the way that the league is now. Uh, As a running back, uh, not a very good running back, but a running back, uh, it makes me sad as a person who covers the Tennessee Titans and we've never had good wide receivers or quarterbacks. We've only had good running backs. It makes me sad. But the truth is, running back just does not have the value. And let me say it differently. Running back has value. Look at San Francisco. They made a nice run because they were able to add McCaffrey, who added value to their offense. Pacheco did well. Miles Sanders just got a big contract because he saw it. It's not that they don't have value. It's that you can find players that give you requisite value with much cheaper assets with late round mid round picks with small contracts with veterans who fit your system I just I I just can't just like people saying that the the Eagles could take B. John Robinson at 10 there's just no way Howie Roseman is too smart to do that B. John Robinson could be a heck of a player but there's just no
1: way that I'm taking him over one of the top three or four wide receivers. See, I was nervous to do this because I thought we would agree. And look at us. We are not agreeing. I, I, so I, I – I, valid, sound reasoning, mm. unless it's a potential transcendent running back. And like even, even Todd Gurley coming out of college didn't have this buzz. No. Like the last time a running back like this had buzz, it was probably Zeke. But Zeke yeah. wasn't a pass catching back. Like, even Derek Henry or uh, Najee Harris, not even close. Like, right. Bijan Robinson is a Christian McCaffrey running back. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Christian McCaffrey had no buzz. They thought that was one of the dumbest picks to go top 10 to Carolina that we've seen. And look what's happened since. If Bijan Robinson can stay healthy, he could be a wide receiver, he could be a running back. He's going to be your offense. And the thing is like even Jonathan Taylor didn't get this buzz cuz Jonathan Taylor didn't catch the ball out of the backfield that much as much as Bijan Robinson did. Right. When it comes to this, where the wide receiver group is good and Quentin Johnson, I think Jordan Addison is the best receiver in the draft. Hmm. It, like I'll take Jackson Smith over and, and that and that's fine. Maybe it's just can, because he got hurt in week 1 right. and then their season like it just it was kind of an off season that Marvin Harrison took over. If I'm in the middle and I'm looking at these teams hmm. And it's really interesting. Like, if it, if they get past Philly, you tell me Chicago is going to look at B. John Robinson and potentially not draft. I know they signed Deontay Foreman. I know that. But, it's the, it, but it's, the, it, it's the Bears. But then you go. Like, B. John Robinson could drop. Like, Tennessee's not going to draft him. Houston no. won't. The Jets won't. New England won't. Green Bay won't. Washington might. Pittsburgh won't. Detroit won't. Tampa Bay won't. Seattle at Hey, Detroit 20. might. Detroit might you never know yeah who did they pay didn't they pay David Montgomery didn't they sign somebody I don't even know who they signed Doesn't they matter. did sign David but Montgomery, I do believe you look, but you look at so after Seattle at 20 they drafted Kenneth Walker you look at the Chargers at 21 if you're the Chargers at 21 and Jordan Addison and Bijan Robinson are both there you're telling me they're gonna pass on Bijan Robinson I think you're high Dallas will not. Dallas will take B. John Robinson yeah. and he's there. It's Jerry Jones. Right. It's Jerry Jones. Right. But, like, Baltimore won't. Like, it's going to come to a point where there's going to be a wide receiver needy and running back needy team, and they're going to choose between running back and wide receiver, and I agree with you except for B. John Robinson could be the best running back in football next year or not the, or if not the year after. Right. With his skill set. Maybe even the Bengals so,
0: with Joe Mixon's situation.
1: Right. Something, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, it yeah. can make some sense. Right. But I don't think it's going to get to I think a team is, in the late 20s, if they want him, they're going to have to trade up, give a second round pick to move up six spots to get him. And I just think I it would like be insane go a lot than to do that for a running back. That, that's just, I agree.
0: you know what I mean? It would just be crazy to do. But that will be something very interesting to see because I feel like, that's something that's probably going to play out. But that's going to do it for us on a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. Make sure that you tune in tomorrow for Chris Carter and your boy Q breaking it down. Remember, Locked On NFL is Monday through Friday. NFL content all year round, always for free on all platforms, including your favorite podcast app and the Locked On NFL YouTube page. That's going to do it for me, Tyler Rowland, and my co-host, Alex Clancy. We'll be back with you guys next Thursday.
1: Really quick. Happy birthday, Tyler Rowland, number one. Thanks. And number two, happy engagement, Tyler Rowland. Terrible business decision getting engaged, (laughs) but I will love you anyways.
0: Yep. Well, thank you so much. But I got to tell you, I hope someone else loves me anyways, always too, based on that decision. But thank you. Thank you very much. Everybody take
1: care. Stay safe out there.